0: Hi my name is Jonas from Daniel Accounting and in this recording I am going to explain the rules that relate to driving a car in the company when you have a van. So that's a car that is used for transporting goods. I just made another recording that relates to the rules when you have a car that is used for driving people. So that's a separate recording and the rules relating to this in terms of tax and VAT are different. So if you have a car that is used for transporting people, then just look at our website, daniaaccounting.com under the podcast session and listen to that podcast instead because this recording here will, in that case, not be relevant for you. This is only relevant if you have a van. So that's the type of car that is used only to transport goods. So the rules for the vans are like this. I mean, we can start a look at when you buy a car Um, first of all we have to look at if you use the van 100% for business or if you have a mixed used car. A mixed used car is when you use the car for both private and company purposes and what we can say if we start for instance with with a car that you use 100% for business then if you go down to a car dealership and you buy the van then you will get an invoice and on this invoice you will or you will not see VAT on this invoice. It all depends on the history of the car. If it's a new car, the invoice will normally contain VAT. If it's a used car, there will be situations where there is no VAT. If the car, for instance, have been owned by a private person in the past. So if you use the car 100% for business and you're sitting with an invoice, you purchased the car, and you can see VAT stated on this invoice, then you are allowed to deduct the full VAT in your accounting. So the requirement is that you use the car 100% for business purposes, and that you can actually see VAT on the invoice. If you buy a car from a private person, let's say you go on the internet, on dba.dk or something else, and you buy a used car from a private person, then there is no VAT on it normally, so if you're sitting with, uh, let's say you make a contract um, with this person and it just states, for instance, price of the van is 50,000 kroner, then you cannot just calculate the VAT because the VAT needs to be shown on the contract or on the invoice if you want to make the deduction. So that's a, a good thing to remember. Yeah. So, so that was kind of like the VAT if you use it 100% for business, let's say that you use the car for business and private purposes. Let's say that you go down to a car dealership and you look at this van, you wanna buy the van and you get an invoice, you pay for the car and you come home and you're declaring your VAT. What then? Well, if you use the car for mixed purposes and that could be 1% private, 99% business or it could be 50-50, it's not relevant. If you use the car in any way, for private purposes, then you are not allowed to deduct any VAT at all. So even if you bought an expensive van and the VAT could be 30 or 40,000 kroner, even if you use the car 1% for private purposes, you're not allowed to deduct anything of the VAT. So that's something you need to remember. When we talk about tax, it's a little different. If you use the car 100% for business, then first of course, you deduct the VAT and the remaining amount will be booked in your company as an asset. If you buy a used car or if you buy a mixed used van, where you are not allowed to deduct any VAT, then the full amount of the purchase of the car will also be booked as an asset. And what we do is that when we do the annual report, we take this amount that you paid for the car and then we are allowed to deduct 25% of the value of the car as a cost. It's like depreciation on the value of the car and this amount we are allowed to deduct in tax. If you use the car 100% for business then we deduct 25% of the value. If you have a mixed used car we first take the 25% of the value as depreciation and then we have to take a partly deduction. If you use the car for instance, for private purposes, then we first calculate the 25% and then we take 50% of that amount and that would be the tax deduction from the value of the car. So I hope that makes sense. So that relates to when you purchase a car. You can also have a situation where you rent a car instead, if you lease a van. And the rules for leasing a van is that if you use the car 100% for business, then you're also allowed to deduct 100% of the VAT. If you use a leased car also for private purposes, and that could be 1% private or it could be 10% or 50%, if you use the car for mixed purposes, then you're only allowed to deduct one third of the VAT. So every time you get an invoice on the leasing of the car, that you can only deduct one third of the VAT that's shown on this invoice. So now we've talked about the purchasing and if you lease a car, and of course there's also all the ongoing cost when you have the car, when you put gas on it or diesel on it, if you have service on the car, there is insurance cost, there is road tax, all these normal costs you'll see. So the rules for this is if you Use the car 100% for business, then you are allowed to deduct the VAT when you see it. Be aware that it's not all costs that has VAT on it, for instance insurance is exempt from VAT. Also road tax is exempt from VAT. So normally what we talk about here is gas and diesel, service on the car. It could also be if you cross a bridge, Uh, stuff like that is VAT. applicable but but things like parking and I mentioned before insurance and road tax does not have VAT on it so you have to look a little on the type of cost before you deduct the VAT. These rules goes for when you use the car 100% for business and it also relates to when you use the car for mixed purposes so that's a little strange actually but even if you use the car 99% for private purposes you're still allowed to deduct 100% of the VAT on the ongoing costs. So that's a little strange because you couldn't deduct any VAT when you purchase the car but you are actually allowed to deduct all the VAT on the ongoing costs. So that's a little special but it's very nice to note because of course it can add up to a lot of money during a year. So this is the ongoing cost. In terms of uh, if you sell the car then if you have deducted VAT when you purchase the car And that you will only have done if you use it 100% for business. Then if you sell the car you also need to add sales VAT. If you have a mixed used car, well then per definition you could not deduct VAT when you purchased it and also you cannot and you need not to add VAT when you sell it. So that's pretty simple. In terms of the ongoing costs, if you are a type of person that is not very good in saving the bills. For instance, your gas receipts or your diesel receipts, if you throw them out, if you forget them, then the problem is that every time you forget to put them in your accounting, you will lose a tax deduction. So instead you can choose to use another set of rules that relates to how many kilometers you drive. So instead of saving your gas bills and the bills for service it could be washing the car or if the car breaks down and you get it fixed instead of saving your insurance bills and your road tax then you can use a fixed amount per kilometer in many ways of course that's easier if you're not good at saving the bills it's not always it's a good idea it depends on what type of car you have but what we recommend is that you download one of these apps on your phone your iPhone or your smartphone there is like apps that can keep track of how many kilometers you drive when you start your car you have to start the app and then you can click if it's a private trip or a business trip and at the end of every month you will have a nice looking report which first of all serves as documentation if you get a tax inspection but it also serves as the document that we can book in your accounting so we're sure that we have the right kilometers when you've supplied the kilometers to us then we can calculate a deduction In 2016, the amount that we can deduct equals 3.63 Danish kroner per kilometre for the first 20,000 kilometres you drive every year. And when you've exceeded 20,000 kilometres, then the amount drops to 1.99 kroner per kilometre. So it's a little less, yeah? And the benefit of course here was that you don't need to save the bills. The 3.63 kroner, includes everything except parking and when you cross a bridge and if you use a ferry. So there's a few exceptions, things you can add, but then you need to save the bills of course on these things. So parking, crossing a bridge or if you take a ferry. These three things you're allowed to take as an extra deduction to the kilometer. So that's, uh, that's important to note on, on when you calculate your deduction. Sometimes people ask, what is the best idea? Is it better for me to use the bills or is it better for me to use the kilometers? And actually it's quite hard to answer because first you have to calculate what deduction would you get if you use the bills on the car and then compare that to the kilometers. So you can't really answer this question unless you know the price for the car, how many kilometers you drive per year, how many kilometers the car can drive, Per liter of gas or diesel, so it's a little complex to calculate. Um, so if you ask me what should I do, should I use bills or kilometers, I can't really answer it on this unless I know a lot of details about the car. So I hope that, uh, that made sense in terms of uh, how you deal with cost on, on a van. If you have any questions regarding this, feel free to send me an email. My email address is jonas, and that is spelled J-O-N-A-S, at daniaaccounting.com. I'm happy to hear from you, whatever question you have. You're also very welcome to look at our website, daniaaccounting.com. We have some other podcasts and also blog posts. We also have the other one I started mentioning about the cars that is used for transporting people. That applies a different set of rules, so you might want to look into that. And uh, yeah, and besides that, that was everything I wanted to share with you about the vans. I hope you learned something. And yeah, like I said, feel free to write me if you have any questions. Thanks for listening. Bye.